pickaxe. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. to episode two of season six of One Life Left. We're back again. We are. Who'd have thought it? Yeah, there was no uh, no five-week gap like we did last time. I thought last week went quite well. <laughs> well are you feeling pleased with yourself, oh, are you? I enjoyed it. Oh, no, I'm feeling pleased with us. Oh, okay. We're a team, Simon. Uh, yes. About no... time, 122 episodes in, you learnt that. Well, stop threatening to sack me, then. <laughs> um, yeah, we had trouble getting here today, didn't we? Well, you did. I did. I, what uh, happened? I got held up on the train. There was uh, held up. <laughs> Dick Turpin. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't know. Right. Uh, there were trespassers on the line. And then it turned into a burning corpse. Is that <laughs> how they deal with them? That's the rumour on Twitter. Right. Started by you. And you... And you I, got, I rushed late. here. I had quite a stressful day. Rushed here to meet our wonderful guest. Um, uh, spoilers. Yeah, we do have a guest. Um, and I uh, got to Tube Station, forgot my wallet, did that thing. You go to t- uh, check your pockets, check your bag, check it all again and then run back. So, apologize. so I apologise for the sweat. Anne, how did you get here? Just got on a bus. That's how it is for you, is it? Just went down the road. No incidents. Got off the bus. And I was here. Brilliant. So now you're all caught up with the presenters of One Life Left. I'm Steve Curran. I'm Simon Byron. I'm Anne Scantlebury. And we present a radio show on Resonance FM, which you're probably listening to right now. You might be listening to it as a podcast, which we also do at... Uh, it's a radio show about video games. That's important because for the next hour, we'll be trying to talk a little bit about video games, but not random. so much it puts you off. I should say at this point, actually, that if you are listening live, you can log on to tinyurl.com forward slash OLL chat, where we have hundreds of young teenage girls pretending to be nerds. <laughs> For you to talk to. So uh, log on there. Um, uh, the action's going on now, I believe. Uh, I mean, you could try and, uh, if you were listening to this as a podcast, you could go there anyway, see what's going on. Have you seen what uh, Derek FME actually looks like in real life? She is hot. <laughs> <laughs> Christmas party. Yeah. That's why, we, why we're oversubscribed, isn't it? That's right. Uh, we're also uh, thrilled to be joined in the studio by a freelance journalist, Daniel Nye Griffiths. Welcome, Daniel. Uh, great to be here. I'm usually one of the uh, the teenage girls on the chat. Are you? But, uh, it's great to be in this There'll be a man down tonight. Man girl, down. Down. Woman girl, down. Down. girl down. Girl down. Girl down. We'll, we'll, be, chat- <laughs> we'll be chatting to Daniel later. Uh, also, coming up later on the show, we will have the return of Derek Williams. Obviously. A couple of other features as well. I'm not going to spoil that right now. Okay. Um, and we will have... What else have we got coming up? Uh, music, of course. Loads of loads of music. And we're going to be chatting a bit more about what we're going to be doing at Nottingham Game City. Are we? Had some suggestions. Okay, cool. And uh, and a couple of other things as well that have come to light during the week. Why have you brought a David Soul album with in with you? <laughs> That'll come... That, that's that's, uh, <laughs> that's going to come in later okay, in the show. Yeah, okay, look forward to it. It's 7.04 on Monday the 12th of July. I'm Anne Scanthory and this is the news. 
The president of Sony Worldwide Studios has revealed the company is already developing future games platforms. A report in the Wall Street Journal claimed the company is working on a new handheld system. Yoshida told Develop that Kaz Hirai was keen for, de- for developers to be involved from the beginning to make new platforms easier to work with. Easier to work with or easier to walk in. We couldn't quite hear. Who said that? Um... Uh, the president of Sony Worldwide Studios. What's his name? Sorry. Yoshida. First name? <clears throat> president. <laughs> <laughs> Shuhai Yoshida. Is that really Bless how you. you say it? Yeah, took over from Phil Harrison. Thanks. Uh, Phil Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> is that really how you say it? Bless you. Uh, right, so that's interesting. What's a new uh, PSP2 that... He's well, revealed, didn't we, didn't we know this? Mm, but they're saying it's not really a follow-on to the PSP. It's going to be something which is a bit like an e-reader, a bit like an iPad, a bit like something else. Who's saying this? The newspapers. Really? How, yeah. how many dimensions will it have? <laughs> Five? Will it? Yeah. Which, what are they? Length? Bread? S- smell? Width? Width? Touch? Depth. Girth? <laughs> <laughs> Girth is nice. <laughs> Daniel, uh, are you a fan of the PSP? Uh, I'm not actually a big fan of portable gaming in general. Really? Um, Gaming gaming has its place and that place is literally fixed to your wall. It's it's on my sofa. It's a nice little bead of sweat collection on my back adhering me to the sofa. It it feels right that way. I mean, I game on my phone. I probably shouldn't clap my hands right by the microphone. (laughs) Something to remember. Uh, I game on my phone. I will, no doubt... uh, game on the iPad when everybody I know finally bullies me into getting one, um, which yeah. I'm resisting. Mm. I'm, not, I'm not a big mobile format person, though, I've got to say. So obviously what, um, what Sony would need to do to make you interested is make it bigger, make it plug into your television. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Um, these... Or make it 3D, because I will buy anything that's 3D, <laughs> obviously. These announcements are non-announcements, though, really, aren't they? They're, they're just, you know, as night follows day, so there will be a new... FIFA yeah. and there will be a new Gran Turismo and there'll be another Metal Gear Solid. Hey, is that an exclusive? That is exclusive. Let's say it is. Um, and uh, and sure, uh, you know, Sony are probably going to look at following up. There'll be a PS4. Should we announce the PS4? Yes. Yeah. There's going to be a PS4. That's an exclusive. What, That's an exclusive. Make sure when Eurogamer report that. Yeah. Um, can you just quote me there? It's uh, the 12th of July. Yeah. Uh, One Life Left exclusive. There will be a PS4. And what will they call the next Xbox video games console from Microsoft? Um, Xbox 3 Sexy. <laughs> Google is getting ready to enter the games market. That's according to a report by TechCrunch. It says the company has invested between $100 and $200 million in social game developer Zynga. The current estimate is that Google Games will launch in 2011. Zynga is the creator of such games as Farmville and Mafia Wars on Facebook. One Life Left honestly cannot wait to see what they'll come up with next. Uh, So that's been in the news for ages. Who's going to buy Zynga? Turns out it's Google. Yeah. But you couldn't find that because they, they hid the results. Yeah. We bought them. <laughs> <laughs> that's clever. <laughs> I like that. It's probably how, probably how, they, uh, yeah, probably how they do it, I guess. Um, yeah, that's in- interesting, isn't it? Interesting, Google moving into games? Well, it's interesting if you're uh, one of the sorts of people who likes those sorts of games, which is everyone. Yeah. So, yeah, it's interesting. Um, obviously, it'll be, ad- but it'll be advertising to you in the game. Is that that's presumably what will happen? That's Google's market, isn't it? Google are an advertising company. Hmm? Well, they say they're a search company. Apparently, they're trying to use it to uh, to force out uh, PayPal because they Zinger is apparently one of the biggest uh, users of PayPal. Um, mm. is and this they're going to use the Google checkout. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this is. Uh, what, did you have you been talking to a man again? Yeah. <laughs> No, Just is this not the, the section we were going to do, the an opinion, <laughs> where she comes opinion. in and turns to, turns to the other mic? Steve, it's fact. Yeah? Is yeah. it? Well, well, if it's fact, then it probably shouldn't begin else. with, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel? I'm just thinking, so this, is, this would be a new... Better? Yeah. This would be a new and exciting uh, sort of online currency to add to, to Facebook dollars and Zynga's own currency. I mean, there seems to be a kind of battle for primacy going on there. Um, possibly... One question is, you say that Google's kind of buying Zynga, but uh, they got as much or more funding in their, their Series D, I think, from Japan. Do we know what the actual the flavour of this deal Zynga? is? Over to Anne, who's our, who's our, um, our news hound. Uh, apparently Japan is buying Zynga. Um, and, and Germany will fight Facebook uh, <laughs> yeah. for a place in the final. Yeah. 
Nintendo is looking into whether to make Miis uh, compatible across its different systems. Currently only available on the Wii, the little self-made avatars appear in games such as Wii Fit and Wii Sports. According to Miyamoto, we need to keep in mind how we evolve the Miis and how we think about compatibility with Miis between different systems. Evolving Miis. Pretty sure they don't teach that one in the, bi- in the Bible Belt, Miyamoto. <laughs> You've ended each story so far with a smile, haven't you? <laughs> well, if it makes me laugh. Uh, so this is this is a logical move from Nintendo, uh, like making people who have their their uh, uh, Wii's buy the th- uh, 3DS version so they can cart their um, Wii Me to a friend's house and then zap it across there. And sorry, you seem preoccupied with your. Uh, I was going to put. I'm trying to put a live picture up of you with your David Soul album so that people can <laughs> reference what we're talking about. I'll do that in a minute. Sorry, and um, because me not listening to you seems to bother you. Weird, isn't it? <laughs> I am listening. Okay. You know, I can I can turn my back. I've still got my headphones on. Do you think that's what all of our listeners do when I start talking? Just, Just turn, turn their, their back backs to the radio. Whatever, that's whatever. Yeah. No, absolutely. I'm, I'm surprised it's taken them so long. But actually, don't they? They've got some more fundamental things to sort out, haven't they? They're, they're, yeah. Yeah. Like what, Anne? Four. <laughs> don't get me started on that. Okay. Would you please start? No. Uh, they should sort out their online gaming system, shouldn't they? Which yeah. is yeah. Why is that, Anne? Because it doesn't work. It does work. It, but not well. <laughs> <laughs> you can't use your Xbox Live gamer tag on it. No, for you can't. No. Oh. Um, but but equally, you can't use your your uh, your codes across systems either, can you? So that seems that seems a little strange. You should be friends on all your Nintendo formats. Well, they don't even like you having friends, do they? You have to put in like codes every time. Yeah. And make sure that you are who you say you are. You know, with, switch on your not. webcam. <laughs> take off your clothes. Prove that you're is. a boy. Go on, Stephen. Yes, that's what uh, they said. Yeah, Daniel. Do you, so you you don't like portable gaming? Do you like multiplayer gaming? Do you like Wii gaming, me gaming? Um, I I like online multiplayer, although I tend to get pwned hideously. Um, right. I'm reaching that stage where the reflexes are kind of tailing off. But uh, so I'm mainly in it for the homophobic abuse that I get these days. Mm. Um, <laughs> which is, that is which nice, is nice, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's, nice. that's why you're here today. I mean, faggots. <laughs> <laughs> Transferable avatars are. I'm just thinking that the combination of a 3D display and a customizable avatar could lead to some truly horrifying trouser-related designs, which uh, which maybe should not be encouraged. No, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't have the patience to design them accurately anyway, so I just um, end up looking like Steve. <laughs> A study by electronic entertainment design and research has shown that people who play video games can't think for themselves. The research was carried out to determine whether or not video games reviews shape gamers' opinions. After playing Plants vs. Zombies for themselves, a group shown positive reviews scored the game 6 points higher than a control group and 14 points higher than a group given negative reviews. That is certainly good to know. 7 out of 10. 13 out of 10 it should be. 20... uh, Why? Well, because it's six points higher. Yeah. Then if Surely plants, plants vs. Zombies only got seven out of ten. Sorry. No, no, yeah. you check our review archive. Okay. We were going to get an app done, weren't we? <laughs> um, you've seen that Google, our friends at Google, as well as um, buying Zynga, have uh, made um, uh, an interface where you can just kind of... Uh, you, just, you don't need any coding experience to make your own Android app, so I'm going to make a One Life Left one. Really? I am genuinely going to do that. Yeah, you'll you? be able to listen live, and then there'll be news and stuff like that. Yeah? Yeah, it's going to be good. Are you going to replace that? We're going to sell it for 99 pences. <laughs> really? Yes, we're going to become millionaires. How much is that to Million buy three? What was a Eurogamer app? I wonder what is not. <laughs> well, um, yeah, how much is the Eurogamer app on the iPhone? You have to pay for that, don't you? Yeah. I don't know how much it is. No? Mm. Well, have you pirated it? <laughs> <laughs> I just steal it. And their news. So, uh, yeah, why did I say that? Uh, what was the story about? No, it was about opinions, wasn't it? Yeah. I like the fact that they tell us, they say, this is what you think. Yeah. Because you've got no opinions. Yeah. Uh, so, did they do the research into the film industry as well and see whether people like films more because other p- other people found no, it? No, they just no? did it with games. They were just slagging off games again, weren't yeah. they? People who play games, they don't know anything. They just take on board whatever you say, which is which why is, people listen to this. But that's a good thing. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hey, they listen to what you say. <laughs> Daniel is a freelance journalist, so you do you review games? Um, I do, yeah, so although not in very many places at the moment. Okay. Um, have you felt the weight of responsibility now and then that you're influencing people because they're reading your words for what you think? I do Imagine not, that. I do not have that delusion of adequacy. Um, I'd like to check the Metafilter score of this conversation before I go any further, though. <laughs> uh, I think the Metafilter thing is really interesting, that uh, if you 
apparently if you get less than about 85-90% on uh, Metacritic, ah, sorry, on Metacritic, then, then you're kind of dead in the water if you're a, if you're a AAA game. I think that is... That is interesting. It's more about the, the blobby mass of critical opinion than a single critical opinion. Score inflation, isn't it, over the years that mm. certain scores have become necessary for games to achieve? Uh, you yeah. know, back uh, in the you, day, an 8 out of 10 was perfectly fine. Now it's, it's unacceptable. Do you remember when Edge only had a few 10 out of 10s these days? They cover mount them. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was, I was going to say, I wonder whether there's an exchange rate, like whether One Life Left's sort of like, you know, we've, I think we've held pretty firm. We, we, we should we do did an have... inflation. Yes, that's what we should do. We should weight games according to inflation. Yes. Right, who's going to do that? Anne, can you do that? I don't even know what you mean. (laughs) Next week. And finally, a study by the Media Research Lab in Iowa State University has claimed that people playing video games can increase the chance of getting ADHD. Apparently, it's not unreasonable to believe environmental stimuli can increase the risk of ADHD in the same way cigarettes can increase the risk of cancer. The report was picked up by several British newspapers who... Oh, is that a bike? Come on, Anne! 122 episodes in. Yes. I was going to say genuinely funny, but it's like funny for you. <laughs> That's good. Thanks. That counts. That counts. She's yeah. a listener. Well, mm. for this bit. Doesn't yeah. work as well, though, of course, because you are a girl. <laughs> oh, I don't play games. So <laughs> <laughs> entirely wrong. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was just. Uh, it's pretty. Whatever. It wasn't even. It wasn't even. But it wasn't it even that because even. The, 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 the study um, looked at all sorts of media. And Including TV. Ink TV. But the headline wasn't TV. No. Makes you ADHD. Yeah, and also, didn't they study loads of people, but they didn't actually f- they didn't actually diagnose anybody with ADHD. So they were like, oh, they're showing signs that they may in the future one day get ADHD. But it's kind of, you know, if you study like th- uh, uh, 1,300 people, you expect maybe, to find one. Maybe Steve we. got bored of you. <laughs> <laughs> My mind did wander. Yeah, it was boring. Oh. Maybe we could uh, we could come up with a medical study that we could do linking games to something and get some publicity that way. Boob sizes, shall we? <laughs> <laughs> shall we? Who should we get to do that? Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so if you, did you have any thoughts on that when you saw it, Daniel? Uh, well, Anne's already nicked it. I wasn't paying attention to yeah. it, unfortunately. Yeah. I'm tempted not to pay attention to the no swearing rule uh, <laughs> on One Life Left, because this really is the most ridiculous statement. Um, in the last four or five days, I've spent maybe four or five hours solidly finding, killing, and skinning small animals. And at the end of that, I went and played Red Dead Redemption. And, hey. Hey, <laughs> and my focus was fine. I, I think that, if anything, games help you to focus on completely pointless uh, and unrewarding minutiae, which will be incredibly valuable in later life. That's a very good point. Yeah. <laughs> that's a good job you're here. Because there's an iPhone app that's just come out, hasn't there? Which, um, what's it called? Oh, it's got a brilliant name. You're not going to help me, are you? Because you're not going to know. Okay, so it's an iPhone app. We've oh, narrowed it down. Win. Epic win. That's it. Ah. So it's this to-do list that gives you points for doing stuff. Mm-hmm. Completely pointless and unrewarding minutiae would make a great uh, tagline for One Life Left. Wouldn't it? Let's take it on. Thanks, Anne. One Life Left video game news with Anne Scantleberry.
listening to One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM. We are a video game radio show. This is Huns and Boy Walks Girl to Work and is followed by a ghost. You like this one, didn't you, Simon? Well, I thought it was Crazy Comets at the start. Turned out it wasn't. So I liked it and then I was a bit disappointed it wasn't Crazy Comics. But then, yeah, I do like it. Brilliant. I don't like this music, no. It's necessary. Simon, do you have something to say? Apparently, I, I've been told. No, life. no. Right. Okay. <laughs> so, what did we learn in Anne's news about the word apparently? That it doesn't count when you say the word apparently. So, we'll start again. Did I say it? Yes! Loudly. Don't say it again. No, just... I said that word. I, I appreciate that. But, I, well, okay, I've got... Listen, I'm sorry, listeners. Um... When I said the word which is like a ball of meat, of reconstituted meat covered in gravy, usually made by, made by brains in the UK. Don't string us out. They're a form Just of get on with it. Student food. When I said that to Daniel, it was because I was doing the impression of people that I've played Xbox Live games with when they called me the F word. I understand. that F word, a different F word. And you word. didn't mean to say it. What? You didn't, <laughs> you didn't, you didn't realise where it. you were. Simon. Simon. I forgot myself. And <laughs> it won't happen again. So say... Sorry. Okay, thanks. But, you know, maybe you were just trying to appeal to those same people who... Uh, what people? The same sort of people who call you those names on the internet. Because we've had we've had some we've trouble had today, haven't feedback. we? Feedback. We've had some feedback from listeners. And like most things on the internet, it started off nicely, didn't it? It really did. Kotaku wrote a nice thing Kotaku. about us. Kotaku. Kotaku. Uh, they said, um, One Life Left is back, yo. Yo. That was a good headline, yo. wasn't it? Luke Plunkett, thank you very much. And he said it was the best pod- podcast to come out of Blighty. Probably, I think he said. <laughs> but... You know, that's good. I mean, Luke has always been very, can. very kind to us on uh, Kotaku. Kotaku. Um, Anne? Co- what? <laughs> You're going to need to apologise. Um, so the- that was great. We were, we were so excited. We were so grateful. High-fiving around. You know, you get a link on Kotaku. Wherever we were. You get... Kotaku. You get, you get loads hits. of hits. Links means hits. Links mean hits. Uh, so, anyway, N-Robes was straight on there at 6.46am. Um, well, that's nice, isn't it? It's nice to get a, a letter from a listener. <laughs> Which he posted directly on the when, internet. You know, when my email, when my One Life Left inbox lights up, I get a little... Little tingle of excitement. Right, well, if you see the name Enrobes in future, um, cease the excitement. Um, he says, uh, um, so the first comment on that story was, I'd like to report that I previously tried listening to One Life Left after a previous recommendation by Kotaku, Kotaku. like a year ago, he says, um, and was thoroughly unimpressed. It was average at best, but you're certainly not missing anything special if you, deci- if you decide to never check it out. At best. at best, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, that was that was my aspiration in life was to be average at best. But en robes, mm. but if he's not a listener, we can say what we like about en No, you can't. can't no, you cannot. So I was wondering if our listeners know en robes or you know say that they know en robes. Maybe you could email us in, email us in some en robes gossip um, and uh, you know tell us what he's been up to, tell us what he's like, tell us what he likes, tell us uh, you know anything about him, and we can read them out without fear of getting any Simon, trouble. There's probably radio things about this as well. I'm so. sure there's not. Um, Victimisation. Do you remember what happened with them? Um... <gasps> en dubs. No. <laughs> You hassled N-dubs. <laughs> Jan Moyer? <laughs> Jan Moyer. No, the guy with the hair and the, and the guy from Faulty Towers and his granddaughter. Oh, yeah, nobody's asking him to do that, though. Exactly. <laughs> well... Right, so if you could tell us what N-robes' granddaughter looks like. Um, and then we got an email from Jonas Bren- Brenner, who, you know... Which took, was great. Which was the great. time and trouble I to write emails. to us. Thanks, Jonas. He says, um, ha, 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 Kotaku. Kotaku. Po- uh, I've forgotten what it is now. Um... I'm going to start this again. Ha ha ha. Kotaku posted about you and the comments, and the comments are all negative. Sucks for you, I guess. <laughs> he says. He took the time. <laughs> no, I, I can't remember whether I've said this before. When I started journalism, um, I, uh, you start as a staff writer and they give you, they give you the negative jobs. and the, Oh, sorry, the worst jobs. And the, those jobs back then were typing in the letters from people what read your magazine. And um, that was the only form of interaction that you had with these people. So if somebody slagged you off, they would have to write it, take it down the, the uh, post box, still furious, and then you know, expect you to open it two days later and then go, ha ha. Um, when all you do as a staff writer is just put that letter in the bin and no one else would ever see it. These days, we get emails from Jonas and Enrobes. 
nowhere safe. <laughs> I, do you see today that Martha Lane Fox, who's um, what's what's her job title now? Head um, of digital inclusion, is it? That's a, ter- that's a terrible... She may be a czar of some kind, or a czarina. Right, she certainly behaves like one, I'm glad she? she's included, Jonas. Um, she said that she's... Well, she's vowed to get everybody online of um, working age um, by the end of this parliament. Don't do it. Definitely don't do <laughs> it's it. It's going to contribute another, like she said, oh, 22 billion worth, uh, pounds worth of stuff so in the, in the um, can we, can we, in the economy. Can we hear the start of Jonas's letter again, please? <laughs> Oh, I'll have to retrieve it from the bin. <laughs> it was definitely ha ha ha. <laughs> That's um, just just the first bit. How's that punctuated, by the way? Well, poorly, actually. <laughs> now you ask. I had a suspicion. <laughs> had an inkling. Um, it's got. Uh, well, it includes. One full stop, um, okay. and then one comma, and lowercase i when he says, I guess. He says, ha, 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 Kotaku posted about <laughs> you, and the comments are all the negative. thought that he, he thought... He was still laughing. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he, he went straight Actually, to his email like, to type something in, but... Yeah, <laughs> I wonder if he had to look at, like, whether he's a listener... <laughs> like, so anyway, what do you know about Jonas Brenner, um, listeners? Um, we can give his email address Doesn't out. Doesn't matter. He's Daniel. had a nice time. We've had a nice time. Let's move on. Ha, ha, ha. So it's going to suck to be him. Derek. Do you recall way back in episode 12 when I said The game station game booth afraid of me Actually you probably don't As I bet most of you are Johnny come lately So don't even remember 2006 Actually I'm not sure I do Because I'm getting on a bit now And you know Memory gets hazy Sometimes I think I must be crazy But I digress Frequently Yes anyway You'd better add CES to that list that is the list of people that should be afraid of me. You may not know, but they operate a system whereby you use your credit vouchers from their stores when you trade in for things you can buy from their website. You have to send your vouchers to their e-commerce place and then supposedly they refund your money when they're not being incompetent or accidentally trying to rip you off as I'm sure they weren't intending to rip me off and keep all my money of course and my vouchers, they wouldn't do that. And I base this on them being completely incompetent in their stores as well. And you know how terrible their staff are. It would appear their recruitment policy is based entirely around the musical taste. Or lack thereof. Their email customer service rarely responded to my emails. And when they did, their answers was typically unhelpful. It would seem I'm not alone in suffering their incompetence. And that is incompetence and not them trying to rip me off or anything like that. Uh, as I noticed some other poor soul on the internet suffering in their customer service department being terrible and not answering emails. Still, when you do get items from CX, I'll probably wish you had considering the state most of them seem to be in. Absolutely no quality control in their stock. Anyway, I'm Derek Williams, and just remember, tell it like it is in that Derek Williams, free market economist for One Life Left, Britain's favourite video game radio show. Uh, we are broadcasting on Resonance 104.4 FM right now. If you want to chat with our listeners live, you can do so at www.tinyurl.com forward slash OLL chat. Good work. Good if you want to email gosh. in to us, um, oh. you can email... Team at onelifeleft.com. Uh, and we will be accepting le- letters from now. From now until then. Until the rest of time. Yeah, that's right. Um, but if you want us to read them out on the show next week, you'll have to get them in before you, next yeah, week. You've already got a few topics. Don't make us beg for letters again, please. Uh, it's undignified, It is undignified. It? Although it is, we do have a Twitter. That's why we have it. So. I suppose. Twitter is at... Twitter.com slash One Life Left. Good work. So, Daniel, you've been monitoring, monitoring the developments on Battle.net, haven't you? Talking about people on the internet? Yeah, I mean, this is... This was the, the kind of fascinatingly and very swiftly abortive attempt to get people uh, playing World of Warcraft and everything else on Battle.net, which is to say effectively World of Warcraft at the moment, uh, to, to use their real names and to have their real names publicly displayed while they were conversing. And this is, this is kind of great because... There is this sort of meme that Activision are the bad guys, or Activision Blizzard are the bad guys. Multinational American corporation, revenues of about $4 billion, And Electronic Arts are kind of the good guys. Multinational US corporation, revenues of about $4 billion. Um, but this time around, Activision have managed to be worse than the people who publish people's name and addresses on the internet uh, as a form of kind of terror. And... Uh, 
and they just didn't, I suppose, in the same way that Google Buzz was mainly done by Google staffers or trialed by Google staffers who obviously broadcast all their information every, anyway. They, they, They've got nothing they, to hide. Yeah, they live blog everything. Latitude tells you where they are while they're doing whatever they're doing, which is usually updating Google Latitude. And in the same way, uh, Activision Blizzard staff came out and said, well, we have nothing to hide. Look, um, here's me. Uh, I'm going to give you my real name. What are you going to find out about me? Unfortunately, the guy who did that was called Micah Whipple. <laughs> Uh, which is not a very common name. Uh, clearly, clearly the name of one of the villains in Gunsmoke. Um, <laughs> so uh, pretty, pretty quickly, people rounded up a posse, and uh, Micah's home address and his parents' home address and his parents' blood type were cool. were stuck on the internet. <laughs> Don't encourage um, that sort of thing. As was, you know, the 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 name and identity and location of of Activision's chief executives. Of daughter, um, who of is called Gail, apparently. So, thanks for that. <laughs> Sorry, Simon. Why did you write that down? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Activision have kind of backed down on that fairly quickly. But actually, it makes a lot more sense than you'd expect in a way, because people who game on Facebook uh, have no problem with giving you their identity and harassing you effectively with encouragements to water their plants while they're away or to to have a beautiful wrapped seedling from their Farmville garden. Yeah, makes me so angry. <laughs> uh, do you break friends with those, with those people? I don't, I don't, but I do, I do occasionally find myself wondering what kind of a person I am for not doing so. At the very least, at the very least confronting them. They're like, they're like the uncle who says the things that you would have to apologise for on a radio show right. uh, mm. at birthday parties, and you realise that you, you don't challenge him, and you'd like, you'd like to feel that that's because you're a good relative, but actually you're just a coward. <laughs> it's like that. Um, but yeah, I mean, Facebook gaming, you do it online. Uh, you do it with your identity. Obviously, there's a kind of Facebook social gaming overlap that everybody wants to get a chunk of. Google want to, and it looks like Activision Blizzard also want to. The logical extension has got to be World of StarCraft, um, a massively multiplayer flash game where you play a Zerg and you just kind of writhe around uh, aimlessly um, in a pit of mud and blood <laughs> and human entrails. And that can be the new Farmville. This was, uh, was am I right in thinking they, they've tried to partner with Facebook uh, for some of this Battle.net stuff? There was a USA Today article, I think, because this kind of kicked off, or the latest round of Activision hating kicked off with an interview uh, in the Wall Street Journal. And then this was followed up in USA Today. Uh, by yeah, talking about uh, effectively moving into the social gaming space with with Facebook, and yeah, as soon as you've got people, if you have people on Battle.net using their real names, then you can just mm. integrate it pretty much using Facebook Connect. Whereas if somebody wants to be Dernhelm Bloodthrock, uh, uh, that's, that's going to be a little harder. That's that's taken by Steve. Yeah, that is my Facebook name. <laughs> right, right. Uh, what do you think people's problems are then with actually um, with, with with others knowing who 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 they are? I mean, it 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 would kind of level it, wouldn't it? it would stop people being abused and cowardly and stuff but I mean obviously I've just answered that question people want to be cowardly and abusive on the internet but there's a there's a bigger problem with sorry I'm answering the <laughs> no, question no, I, yeah. <laughs> just shivering. I've dealt with it Steve yeah no I was gonna say that I, I've heard from um, uh, people inside the video game industry that uh, recruitment consultants will google people's names yeah. uh, and they will look and they will see if they are World of Warcraft players because people don't want World of Warcraft players working for them because it's such a time sink <laughs> Is that seriously right? genuinely um, I've Unless been, they have an office guild, I guess. <laughs> but I've been to I've been to see. Um, I, I remember when I worked for Edge, I went to do an article on an MMO developer, and they were saying they'd had to let people go at their their company, which was developing an MMO, for playing MMOs too much. Right, so they were basically should be encouraged. Well, it's difficult, isn't it? If they're not, they shouldn't be encouraged if they're not managing to build build the next thing that's going to ruin people's lives right. you know that's what they're paid for so um i guess that a lot of the people on um on uh, who who suddenly would be forced to reveal their real names would be m maybe worrying about things like that i am um, encountered such an issue when i went for my for a job for uh, the interview for the, my current job they really? um, found some things out about me on the internet which weren't my fault <laughs> and were never proven either <laughs> Yeah, yeah but I added them to your Wikipedia <laughs> page. Right, yeah. <laughs> these things have got to be complete. Yeah. Thanks, Steve. Uh, that's okay. So, what are we doing now? Are we going to have some more music, or are we going to... Um, let's have some more music, and then it'll be letters o'clock. Uh, do people have time to email in? Of course they do. They've got two minutes. Yeah, come on, Jonas, where are you?
That is Biometrics 3 by Little Scale. It's Letters, Simon. What have you picked out from the One Life Left inbox for us this week? Yeah, we've got loads of letters in the end. Thank you very much for taking the time and trouble to write to us. Please don't make Simon stress again about this. Uh, if you can, email us before, you know, next Monday. Email us at... Team at one Uh I've got a couple then, so I'll go first. Uh, Tim Miller, regular uh, correspondent. Hey, Tim. Hey. He said, um, I'm sure I sent you a letter a while ago about fish listening to radio, but you told me last week uh, you'd never received it, which we did do over Twitter because he follows us. At Twitter. <laughs> I can't find uh, which email account I sent it from. There you go, Dan. Uh, sorry, Daniel. Um, multiple um, personalities from Tim Miller. Uh, it was a long letter as well, uh, containing intrigue, surprise and happiness, and took me over ten minutes to write. I shall continue to look for it. Sorry, Tim. Do you remember receiving it? I remember receiving it. Do yeah. you? I don't. Yeah, I'll look it up. What did it say? Can you preface it? No. See, Anne has very lax spam filters. Yeah. Because she doesn't want to miss any of those sort of emails. Oh, of course, so. yeah. Anne. Uh, hey, team. Great to hear you guys are back on air to listen to while I work. Funnily enough, I popped into Primark this week and came across a bright blue One Life Left t-shirt in a Space Invaders style. Do they realise they're doing your merchandising? I'll try to take a pic and mail it to you before uh, before you air at seven, but being radio and all, it might not be so important. Glad to have you back. Joel. Uh, yeah, I'd love to see that, wouldn't you? I Space would love to see it yeah. and have it. Um, one of our... <laughs> One of our listeners already told me that they'd seen it. They asked if we'd done some merchandising. Yeah, it's well, with uh, Primark. Yeah, yeah apparently. Oh, yeah, terrific. it's with Primark. Yeah. Primark. Um, I was, when I was walking, this is apropos of nothing, right. but when I was walking to the show today, I saw a young man wearing a T-shirt that said, said, Will F for C. And those two uh, words were four-letter words that we have to apologise for right. as well. Um, yeah. I see. Well, I was like... Uh, I was shocked. Uh, that's all I'm saying. Right. I was just... I'm not a I'm not an engineer, but what would you be effing if you were doing it to get to the sea? Um Well Anyway. Please write in. <laughs> <laughs> we might be able to read it out. Daniel, you've got a letter there. I do, and it's really sweary, so wish me luck. <laughs> uh, I recently realized that I'm P-wording my life away listening to yours and many other amazing and sexy podcasts. What? My realization there, there are other amazing and sexy, sexy. podcasts. Mm. My realisation was that I am 21, and perhaps it is time to gain access to said podcasts, and with that also a queer in writing T-wordy B-words about video games, full stop. This is, of course, every 21-year-old's dream, not mine, I hasten to add, but I am better than them. Also, working in retail is silly, full stop. You know that I get this question asked frequently, and people love familiarity, so you must also love answering it. Assuming I start with some sort of degree, open university, of course, what should it be? Any other feedback is obviously welcome from you captains of industry. And then some nice words, a lovely return, by the way, merci in advance. Uh, and this is from Ned, who would also like to know if desert boots are okay to wear with shorts. No. No. Right. Uh, in answer to your other question, you don't need a degree. Uh, you just need to practice your writing a bit and then make friends with Kieran Gillen. Do dance. That's, that, that's how it works, is that's it? That's it. That's it. That's the way in. Is that how everybody in the, in the industry... As far as I know. Pretty oh. much. Thank <laughs> you. Didn't know that. Uh, sorry, shall I go now? No. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hello, Team One Life Left. Because you guys are so obviously desperate for letters... Did we make it obvious? Thanks, Irwin. Uh, I thought this would be the perfect opportunity to shamelessly plug our Dutch Eurogamer podcast. As a long-time One Life Left listener, I wanted to do our own show for a long time, and there it is. It's called Game Bite, because it's a snack podcast with very short episodes, so if any of your Dutch listeners, which I know you have, should search for Game Bite on iTunes or Eurogamer.nl. Thanks so much, Team Game Bite. How does he know that we've got Dutch listeners? Well, I guess he's one. Oh, yeah. And he must know someone else. He must have a friend. So that's two. Okay. You must have Listeners. a friend. But then why, why involve us in this? Just chat to you. You know your friend. <laughs> um, dear team, uh, I recently enjoyed playing, playing the game Alpha Protocol, almost solely due to the vast array of beards you could equip your character with. Beard physics is important in games. Just look at Mario. What character or game has your favourite face, facial hair in gaming? Long-time listener, first-time emailer, mainly so I can ask my friend Dan if he's enjoying the copy of Alpha, Alpha Protocol I lent him. Yours, Nick. Uh, I am actually. I could talk quite a lot about the curse of Brian Mitsoda and Alpha Protocol, but this may not be the time for it. We could maybe do that in a section of the show where we cast a critical eye over games and beards. It's a crazy idea. It might just work. Let's do it later. Is that it? That's it. Uh, okay, that concludes the letters section. It is now time 
for Craig the Rage McClellan. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear balloon-faced, mouth-breathing, doomed automaton. Happy birthday to you. A family of four is celebrating the oldest daughter's 13th birthday. A family of four with a combined body mass index of 136, celebrating with four mixed grills. Celebrating with four mixed grills, steak, Cumberland sausage, lamb chop, gammon, fried egg plus chips, in the annex restaurant to the Dartford Kent branch of the Lenny Henry endorsed Premier Travel Inn. Happy birthday to you, young girl. Celebrating another year, much as a moth celebrates another painful brush against the light bulb. Happy birthday to you. Thirteen years and nine months ago, your dad coughed a teaspoonful of gametes into your mum's previously inhospitable womb. Your dad, with his round, disappointed, sunken battleship of a face. Your mum, gazing into the distance, sapped of passion. Stolid, dependable, her voice utterly neutral, like a bell is neutral. Happy birthday to you. Thirteen years ago, your mum's perineum split like a banana peel and you felt cold for the very first time. Happy birthday to you. Here is a copy of Super Mario Galaxy 2. It costs the same as three mixed grills. Happy birthday to you. This is One Life Left on Resonance 104.4 FM, and this is Cobalt by Fighter X. Simon, you've been following the Twitter, haven't you? I have, yes. If you are listening to the show, do tweet in to us. So if you're listening at... Uh, what? Ah! Which one? Well, you could be listening live on ResonanceFM.com. Yeah. You could be listening live with your ears on uh, in London or you could be in nationwide. The room. <laughs> you could be in the room. You're probably using your ears, whatever happens. That's true. Um, yeah, uh, Densey said that he's the other Dutch listener. Um, he didn't know the other one, so maybe they could hook up. What do you mean? Well, and actually then Gamebyte says thanks for mentioning Gamebyte on the show. So he said they're both listening. Oh. Go, to, go, to, uh, go to our chat room at... www.tinyurl.com forward slash OLL chat. And maybe you can talk, uh, you know, get together, go for a drink, talk about the World Cup, see what happens, and then in nine months' time, you could maybe, your father could, whatever Craig said. Yeah, that was, uh, I don't know how he's not allowed to, he doesn't have to apologise. That was Craig the Rage McClellan, Uh, that's just biology. biology. It's biology. Craig the Rage McClellan and a poem called Super Mario Galaxy 2, he is our One Life Left in-house poet, hands off. I tweeted a photo of you. Um, with your um, re- with your album, which you've now turned around, I noticed was what that big, David, that big picture anymore. of David Soul was. No, I was, I was just looking at the uh, song titles to see if I could find anything video game related. So that's could on the Twitter. We've had one good reply to that. I won't read out because you need to see the joke. But uh, okay, yeah, good Nottingham. Oh, is it that time? Right. Yeah. So yes, uh, Nottingham Game City is in October. We assume. It was around then, anyway. Uh, and we are working out what we're going to do, because we're planning ahead this week. And we talked about it last week on the show. We did. Uh, this year, not 
planning ahead this week. Yeah. Well, this, this week and for the rest of our lives. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we're trying to work out what we're going to do at Nottingham Game City this year. I've proposed my uh, preferred activity. You did, didn't you? Hmm. And what was that? One laugh left, the night of video game stand-up. No, but I'm talking to Steve, otherwise he won't understand it. And how... Understand. <laughs> and how, how was my reaction to that? Um, you didn't laugh. Um, you said I that you didn't want appalled. to do it. Yeah. I, I think it sounds like a terrible idea that we'll... Do you remember what happened the last time we did public speaking? I do, yeah. We vowed never to talk about it, didn't we? Because it was so horrific. But sometimes, desperate times call for desperate measures. Talk about it. We had two official complaints during mine and Steve's uh, best man speech. Two official complaints. Two official complaints. <laughs> and I pretty much sat there for the rest of the evening with my head in my hands. Yeah, I found it funny. <laughs> <laughs> we found it funny. David McCarthy, who and found at it one funny. Point, at one point, I looked across the room, a room of ashen faces to see Jonathan Smith <laughs> yeah, that's right. Jonathan just... Smith of Traveller's Tales across the other side of the room just shaking, shaking his, his head, head sadly yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was him that got us into the most trouble actually so Simon that. why do you want to reprise this because see I feel as if we didn't represent ourselves well I mean we, and also we had to cut down the video game stuff because because uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was already <laughs> <laughs> Not David, about us. <laughs> David was dressed as Mario. Though, wasn't <laughs> um, so yeah, I think it will be funny, and it'll either be funny in a you know like that's funny, or it'll be it'll be a funny thing to do. I think the journey of saying you're going to do it, and then the process of doing it, and then coming up, and then being a spotlight, and you coming on in a box underneath a box because it's like Metal Gear Solid. <laughs> joke that's the same joke you used it's last got time. a six series though <laughs> um, so well yeah, we, we we did have a few listeners email in and say you know uh, that they thought that that was a very good idea yeah so i think steve needs a little more convincing daniel do you, is that something you'd, you'd pay to come and see game related yes. stand-up comedy yes, yes one laugh left <laughs> I mean, I think it's, as you say, it would be interesting either, yes. you know, anthropologically in or, or in a comedy fashion. It reminded me of uh, Dara Brian, who did a stand-up show for and about LARPing, um, or LARPers. Right. And it turns out that people in subcultures, which nobody else gets, are so delighted that people are paying attention to them, even if it's just to do a kind of look at me, I'm invisible gag. This is going to look great on radio. Um, for, uh, for you those, look good in the studio. Yeah, yeah, for those not watching on television, uh, I just made the I'm invisible sign from, uh, from live-action role-playing, which I don't know, by yeah. the way, ladies. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I think that I think it could be a hit. You could just get hit. <laughs> there we go, I'm game. There we go. Okay, either way, I guess we will... Uh, yeah, but if you've got any more ideas of stuff, what we can do at um, Nottingham, uh, please email in. Team at oneoflift.com. Time for reviews. Simon, what have you been playing this week? I have been playing Plants vs. Zombies. Did you read any reviews about it before? No, but I'm, but I'm about to give one. Okay. Do you think that'll influence yes. your opinion? Yes, I do think it is. Haven't we reviewed this already on the show? I think you've done. Cause, yeah. um, but, you know, so it'll be, you know, let's see whether we agree. Um, I, I this is a reappraisal. Yeah, you know, this is... Um, time extend. Time extend, that's right. Um, yeah, I really, really liked it and then didn't. Ah. Did you like what it? What happened? Well, it just, like, it started off as being, like, cute and funny. Who's going to win? You know, pl plants versus zombies, etc. It's, it's quite charming. Yeah. Um, it's got a nice mechanic to it. And then it just massively overcomplicates itself. And I don't like to have to make the... Well, that's tower defence, isn't it? Well, yeah, but, you know, I'm, I'm, no, I'm talking about plants versus zombies. What are you talking about? The genre of tower defence. Um, I, 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 I will say what I assume I said last time, although I can't remember, which is I really enjoyed it from start to finish. I've always hated tower defence games. Right. And this is the only one to ever, ever get me interested at did all. Did you fail a level? Ever? Um, yeah, I'm sure I did. Definitely. Well, I'm better than you. Uh, so, so yeah, have I, you completed it? No, not yet. So you're not. But I could do. Come I could then. do easy because I've not died yet. <laughs> And I'm up to the bit with the... Oh, I can't remember, because it's like... Well, well, I mean, actually, it doesn't seem to make a vast amount of difference what you pick. Um, that is, uh... That is not true, and... You... Well, how far have what, you, you got through the game? I don't know. I don't, I'm playing the adventure mode, and... Um, how far have you got through the game? I downloaded the demo off Xbox Live. <laughs> no, that was a joke about Anne, obviously, but, um... That's what I did. No, I've got pretty far. I've been playing it for four or five hours. Okay. I, I think I'm bored of it. All right, okay, well... 
You're, yeah, seven out of ten. Seven out of ten. Um, uh, I downloaded the demo <laughs> off of Xbox uh, Live for, of um, Harry Potter Lego right. things. What do you think that's called? <laughs> Given that we've had Lego Star Wars, Lego Indiana Jones, <laughs> Lego Batman, what would this one be called? Do you think? <laughs> Harry Potter does Lego. <laughs> Uh, it was good. Uh, your Lego in Harry Potter. You go what? around. Lego. <laughs> oh Do you play the bricks? You... The castle. What? Castle, he meant. <laughs> <laughs> what? No, you're in Hogwarts. Okay. Which is a thing in Harry Potter. I don't know anything about Harry Potter. Well, this we is the don't either. Just, just tell us about the game. Yeah. Uh, you do spells. You go around uh, spelling things, and and then you win. Right, it's, really, it's really nice. <laughs> no, but I just think it's really cute. Like, that's the only thing I think about it. I like it because it looks cute. And if it was just a big, horrible, like, burly man going around and doing the same things, I wouldn't think it was cute. But because it is Lego, I think it's cute. And that's why I like it. Seven out of ten. You see somebody at Activision was joking about Lego Call of Duty. Um, and then obviously that prompted everybody to write about it, going, is this the next Lego game? It is the next Lego game. Lego Call of Duty. No, no, no. Call of Duty Lego. Go the other way, Anne. Call of Duty... No, I mean, denying it. It's not true. There we go. Daniel, what have you been playing? I've been playing Lego Alpha Protocol. The copy which Nick basically pressed onto my hands and told me to play, pretty much for threats of violence. It's had mixed reviews, this, isn't it? It's interesting. I mean, this is the incestuous world of games design, in a way. And sometimes... There's the kind of good incest that creates thoroughbred racing horses. <laughs> okay. And then there's the bad kind of incest, Fine, which... You've got, you've got two sisters, three sisters. Yeah. Oh, I, it, but it's all good. Okay. <laughs> I don't think that signifies... Two half-sisters, actually, so that's still fine. <laughs> good to know. <laughs> <laughs> it's only half-fine. <laughs> that's better than not fine. Daniel, sorry. No problem. And this is kind of, this is a mix of good and bad incest. You know, I'm really regretting this entire <laughs> sting. Essentially, the, uh, the guys who made Alpha Protocol, Obsidian, are to a very great extent the people who were Troika, and in particular Brian Mitsoda, uh, who worked with Troika on Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines, or Vampire Colon the Masquerade Colon Bloodlines, <laughs> which I still think is the best bad game ever made. <laughs> yeah, it is, yeah. Uh, and he, incidentally, is doing a zombie role-playing game, apparently, in the future, which I'm really excited about. Um, because it's a zombie role-playing game. I don't know if I can help you has if you this, don't get has, that. This has moved into a preview Previews. now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, for it. Over. look for it now. Um, but yeah, Alpha Protocol, it's, it's interesting. You get to behave like... It has the dialogue tree options, which basically mean that you can radically change your personality uh, as if you were somebody suffering from attention deficit hyperactivity disorder as a result of having played too many video games, which is nice. You do have some really disquieting beard options, which means that you can go through your entire James Bond-style adventure looking like a disquieting child toucher. Uh, <laughs> I would avoid that if I were you. Um, it really breaks immersion. <laughs> well. uh, the combat's a bit broken. Uh, the plot is kind of nice. The graphics are okay. I would say genuinely 7 out of 10, but it's very, very good bits and some very, very unfortunate bits, basically. Okay, thank you very much. 7 out of 10. Steve? I've been playing Angry Birds. <laughs> oh, have you? Well, have you never heard of this, Anne? <laughs> it's the top-grossing game on uh, on the App Store oh, currently. Oh, is it? Oh. I was playing it yesterday with Talia. So on, um, on Wednesday night, it's the Develop Awards. Yes. And Angry Birds is up for Best New Download IP. IP. Yes. Right. And so is Chime, Uh-oh. which is the game that I wor- worked on. So, so I thought I should uh, check out the competition. Right. And it's really good. Okay. It's really, really, really good. And what about Angry Birds? Uh, it's all right. Yeah. <laughs> no, Angry Birds is brilliant. Um, I enjoyed it. It was, how much is it? 59p or something? It's it crazy. Like that, yeah. uh, played it for hours uh, the other night. It's very, very simple. You throw a bird at a pig and you try and burst that pig. I mean, I can't. I can't imagine a simpler game than that. Can you imagine the um, the pitch meeting? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I really can. <laughs> I really can, and uh, it fills me with horror. And that's why self-publishing is brilliant. Um, so yeah, I hope they do uh, brilliantly. I don't think they'll win at the Developer Awards. I think Joe will. Danger will win because that's up as well. Uh, but good luck to them both. Ah. You don't mean that, do you? I oh, know I really do. No, okay. I really do. Uh, okay, uh, it is time for the return of one feature now. Uh, she's been missing all season, which is one week. Yep. It was your fault. She's back. Talia. 
H-E-L-L-O, Talia. H-E-L-L-O, Simon. Uh, why are we spelling? Um, hello. No, why are we spelling? Because of the game. What game are we looking at today? Uh, Spellbound. Right, can you spell Spellbound? No. <laughs> P-E-L-L-B-O-A-N-D. Yay! It's not yay, it's wrong. Can you spell Nintendo? Oh, yeah. Huh? Can you spell Nintendo? N. <laughs> Let's just assume you can. So what, so what What are you doing to spell band? Because I think you spelt it. <laughs> How do you play it? Um, well, basically, spell, um, it's really, in, well, what you do, you complete in 11 different spelling and word games, including spell B, old, out, oh, Hang on a minute, out. hang on a minute. Sounds to me like you're reading that off the back of the box. <laughs> Have you played this? Well, yeah, but forgot. Right, you played it a while ago, did you? <laughs> Would you say your spelling has improved since you played it? No, not at all. Not at all? No. So it doesn't have any educational benefit. Let's see what it says um, on the back of the box. So it says, be challenged by more than 25,000 spelling words. Would you say that's an accurate description? No. Right. <laughs> how, how, how many words do you think you were challenged by? All of them. Right. Um, it's got 11 challenging word games. Rubbish. It sounds to me like rather than have a dictionary, they could do with uh, thesaurus, because uh, they've used the word challenging uh, twice. Um, test your spelling in quick play mode. Did you do that? No. Choose from 100 difficulty levels. 100. Mm. What difficulty level did you think you, 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 play, you mainly played at? One. Because it <laughs> doesn't teach you anything. Okay, and you learn words in five languages. Did you learn, learn words in five languages? <laughs> so, uh, it sounds to me that Spellbound... Um, is a complete rip-off! <laughs> oh, never mind then. <laughs> what, what score are you going to give it? Spell it out. S-E-V-E-N... Seven... <laughs> I think. Um, oh, yeah, bored now. <laughs> Thanks so much, Talia. See you soon. <laughs> Bye. No! Thanks, Talia. Thanks, Talia. It's good to have her back. Apologies for the sound quality. I lost my dictaphone. So, what did you use ah, then? I tried telling her that joke. She didn't get it, and I didn't, <laughs> didn't explain it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Um, so, thank you so much to everyone who's contributed to this episode of One Line Left, including Talia, also including Craig, also including Derek, and our brilliant musical contributors, Huns and Cobalt and Little Scale. Cheers. But most of all, thanks, thanks to Dan. Thanks to us. Daniel. Oh, Daniel. I was fine. Is it? Yeah, really. Is it? I'd go for Daniel to sound a bit classy. That's okay. Classy. 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 We've never been that. That's why. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Where can we read more about you? Read more of your stuff? Uh, oh, wow. Obviously, uh, there's the blog, org. Classy. Uh, wired.co.uk. I have some work on mainly most of the stuff I'm doing at the moment is in Wired, the, the magazine with paper. Uh, How which old is fashioned. yeah other other forms of media are available a yeah. uh, couple of other places which I have gone completely blank on Excellent. but I'm sure it'll turn we, we will link to you on the website and Twitter and stuff and we got to go brilliant thanks thank you all for listening uh, we will see you next week thanks okay, bye. Bye. bye bye